Thank you for joining us on The Wife versus The Expert, Surviving Your Spouse Coronavirus Edition. We are super Surviving exi- your spouse? Yeah, surviving corona with your spouse. Oh, I thought you said surviving your spouse, corona edition. I think that's what you said. That's the same exact thing. No, it's not. Surviving quarantine with your loving and devastatingly gorgeous spouse. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to The Wife versus The Expert. uh, You guys can always send us an email. Uh, You can hit us up on Twitter at Denisha Danielle, at George Reister. Um, Yeah, and make sure that you guys subscribe to the pod or the YouTube video, however you're watching it, and make sure you send it out to a friend and tell them about it. And as my kids would say, click the notification bell. (laughs) So, um, So this corona thing, man, like how are you feeling about it? Well, you know how I've been feeling. Um, It's unsettling. It's scary. It's weird. It it makes you have all kinds of questions about the future um, and the present. So I think it's just kind of just the fact that this could even happen, um, which neither one of us have seen during our lifetimes, is like shocking. Yeah, but aren't you happy that you have a man who's prepared? Because, listen, listen, I oh there, there are so many times that I will buy things for, for the house just in case, make sure we are prepared for any sort of situation. And my wife is like, George, we don't need that, blah, blah, blah. And yesterday had to go out for just a second. And I was like, oh, man, I remember I got he masks. He didn't have to go out, but he, you know, he wants to go out. He's got to go get more things. I have to go save the world. We have to go save our house. He's one of the shopping hoarders, by the way. That is a lie. You... George. How much tissue? We don't have that much tissue and... and We've uh, got a lot. We've, we've got, got enough for us. We have a big family, but... There's seven There's seven of us plus our how many cousins. Trips, there's how many, eight people here. How many trips to the store have you taken? Since when? In the last two weeks? In the last week. Last week? I am a preparer. Like, when I had to go out, I remembered that I had masks in the garage. And I come back, and so I find them, bring them, bring them back in the house. She's like, oh my God, these are N95 masks. I'm like, what, did, what did, else did you expect me to have? You didn't even know you had them, though. I knew I had masks. And you I knew, knew they you were had good masks. masks. I knew that they were good quality right, masks. Right, but you didn't even know when you were buying them the quality of N95. Because I bought them over a year ago, Denisha. So what does that mean? Because I was prepared. I am prepared for natural disasters. I make sure we have enough water, food, all these things. And she is, she wants to just have just enough to get through today. And I'm like, we don't have to live by that. So how are you feeling with the whole coronavirus? Do you feel like you're prepared? Do you feel good? I feel blessed, really. Because there's a lot of people who aren't who don't have necessarily the resources to prepare. They are really like hard up for not being able to, you know, like pay bills, pay rent, all that stuff. So, and having their family safe or healthy. So I feel blessed in that regard, Mm -hmm. but I'm just all about being prepared and vigilant and not like panicking because One of the things I think that we've noticed, and I think that some of you guys have noticed, is some people don't necessarily, 
take it as serious as other people do. <laughs> so how do you guys deal with people? Because my mother, on for one, is not a, she's like, this is no big deal. This is just the flu, blah, blah, blah. And I am on the other end of the spectrum. And so this has become a topic that we can't even talk about at this point in time. Well, I... Uh... Your dad, though, too. My dad, he's, we call him like the wandering man because he's always wandering, like literally, like he can't stay still. So the quarantine is going to be a hard thing for him, but he also is just in his ways, like the places he goes and where he goes and God knows what. He's always doing those things. And he's not like Mr. Washer (laughs) a million times a day. So I worry about him and. He's got like a an underlying condition. He's got diabetes. So, he, and he's older now. He's you know sixty five. He he would absolutely kill me if I since I've announced that. But he's older, and that's wait. He's older than sixty five. How old is he? Yeah, no, he's sixty five. So if he's he is my concern. It was initially a little bit of a challenge getting. Like Camille, my cousin, who's 20 years old, and Devin, who Devin kind of goes along. If you tell her, like, don't go outside, she's not going to go outside. Camille was, like, 20 and kind of like, why are they doing this? This seems so stupid. This is so extra. And, like, you know, couldn't understand. Oh, like them spring breakers. Skipping, <laughs> skipping the gym. And I was like, no, girl, if you go to the gym, you can't be around us. Like, we, we are isolating for real. We yeah. are not isolating, like... 10, 10 people or less, we are isolating because if one of us gets sick, everybody gets it. It's just disastrous. Well, well like and, it and, would be disastrous. And we know that we are not in the high likelihood of people who are going to die. However, we don't want to. You don't know to- though. And honestly, every time they tell us something, it changes. If well, they say, oh, only old people die. Well, 34 year old died. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, Dogs don't get it. Well, there's a dead dog now. Like, <laughs> like they, well, everything they tell us is not. Okay, so it changes. So here is our pre- here 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 are our prepping essentials. Well, I should say mine. You need extra refrigerator space. I have been asking. Well, I've been talking to to Denisha about getting another refrigerator for our house for how long? Years. Yeah, and she said, we don't need another refrigerator. Blah 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 blah. And then as soon as the corona hit, ah, no, no problem. Why do we not need another, why do we not need another refrigerator? Because we stack it up and then all the food doesn't get eaten. So it's wasteful to me. That's why we don't need it. We need to, we don't have space. We need to buy the food. We have a thousand people in the house. We we have plenty of food. Plenty Um, of food. Another necessity. Weapons are a necessity. I know that some people are... Uh, gun averse. They feel like people will just do the right thing. I am not one of those people. I feel like that people will do whatever it is that you allow them to do. And truthfully, now that LA is on lockdown, if people don't, um, like at a certain point, there are people who are not going to be able to, unless the government checks get out, like they said, and even if they do, then they could be a shortage of food, shortage of water, shortage of resources. So then, and with the police not arresting people like they are in Philadelphia and other places, like, I'm like, yo, yo, you come up in the Reister household, listen. You're getting blasted. That's how you feel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not. 
But uh, I think you need a generator. I'm a generator kind of guy. I, I would want a generator on the house. We what? What if we have an earthquake? Corona and an earthquake at the same time. They just had an earthquake in Utah like two days ago. 5.3 or something like that. And everybody's fine. I'm just saying. Everybody's fine. Was everybody fine in the Northridge quake? George, why are you yelling at me? I'm just asking, man. I'm just saying we got one. Can we you got, turn your, we got one, your phone on vibrate? I'm sorry. We got one uh, emergency at a time. Oh, 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 really? So that's how it works. Well, I hope. See, I don't I don't hope on these things. I don't hope I wish. I wish I would not be prepared for this. Oh, <laughs> I live by the wish factor. Um, but Denisha has some other uh tips. Um well I just I just kind of plan from an economic perspective. That's like my role in the family. You know, he's the doomsday prepper and I'm the um economic doomsday prepper. And so a lot of the research I've been doing was um, like how to get this uh, in order. So the first thing that I did was cancel all of our auto pays, like things that are kind of silly things that right now are not really applicable, like gym memberships. How are you going to go to the gym right now? I'm just saying, yeah. but if no, you no, have it I'm on auto pay, they're going to deduct it from hey, your account. Yes. Yeah. Um, and up until yesterday, I always have and highly recommend like mortgage and utility payments to be on auto pay. But I think right now there that's ways that the government is likely to send help. So I, I'm pretty sure by April 1st, if things continue down the path that they are, there will be a, like a mortgage moratorium, um, possibly utility payments. They've already changed the property tax deadline. Um, so I think that there's going to be some sort of moratorium, but if you have it on auto pay, they're going to, they're going to take that money. So that was another, another thing that I've been doing. Um, uh, a good friend of mine was very concerned. Her business is going to be, uh, right now obsolete for an old untold period of time. I told her for, for cash purposes to call her credit card companies and increase credit card uh, limits. Possibly, you know, if, if you do have credit card debt, this would be a great time to uh, get those balance transfer cards and transfer that balance so you're not paying um, high interest while you have, um, while we have like this income kind of twilight zone. Uh, another thing that if you do own a business, I, I did this myself. I, I don't know how it works out, but they they have what they call disaster loans through, um, SBA.gov disaster loans.sba.gov. We will put the link in the description. Um, that one is if your County is in an emergency zone, um, they get a bunch of information for you and they'll get you, get you money. Um, I just found, uh, Light, uh, Los Angeles has micro loans available that get to you within, I think they said three to four weeks and they are like five to $20,000 loans just to get you who knows through payroll, through whatever. And, um, I tweeted, uh, Mark Cuban was kind of giving the same advice and he was saying, listen, before you fire anybody, make sure that you're pursuing these loans. I put out the link, he retweeted it and he said, apply now. So if you don't want to listen to me, Maybe you'll listen to Mark Cuban, but I will 
strongly recommend that there will be some um, aid available for business owners and so that's kind of how I've been planning to survive and that's yeah. the the doomsday prepping that I do yeah okay that's good now dooms <laughs> doomsday prep so we have been eliminating people from coming to our home that includes people who work in our house like anything like that like the handyman contractor the housekeeper any of that gone you can't come in right now so then now the question is who's gonna do all of this work <laughs> and that's what we've been figuring out because with especially with LA closing there's only so much work that you can do at the time because a lot of stuff is closed so that it that puts a premium on family time puts a premium on oh and then kids are out of school that's where I was getting at. Kids are out of school. So LAUSD, if you have a kid in LAUSD or another uh, public school situation, they have a different setup. So they kind of give the kids a bunch of work and then you as a parent have to figure out the time to do the work and all of that stuff. Whereas we have we have um, kid in college. Uh, she's off for a second, but then her classes are going to be at scheduled times, which is optimal, right? And then we have an eighth grader whose school who is going on from 830 in the morning to three o'clock in the afternoon, like a normal day online, which I love because you want to make sure that the kids are, you know, like treating this not like it's summertime, but this is actually school time. So I think that uh, getting the kids on a schedule is probably at a premium, not letting them sleep in till 10, 11 o'clock in, in the afternoon getting them up in the morning, getting them, you know, put put on some clothes, have some breakfast, sit down, talk to each other, clean up for a minute, and then get to your schoolwork, but not having them work all day, let them have some breaks in between, do something creative. Um, oh, I'll put up the, the link. I know most of you guys have probably seen it for a, a template of a schedule for the day. So we're doing that along with putting together a a time days and times for people to wash their clothes for people to you know like do some of the housework because we're usually super busy running around all the time that we as a family don't normally do so <laughs> what i'm just laughing i'm just laughing that we don't do housework that's funny <laughs> wow. uh, but we about to because we have to. Well, I grew up doing housework. Okay. I don't know about you. I did too. I didn't kid. even have a dishwasher. So who do you think was a dishwasher? Who do you think? Who right you, here. Well, that's what happens. With, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Because he's <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> um, so, I don't even know what you're about to say, but it was probably something inaccurate. Oh, well, another thing with the kids being home that drives Denisha up a wall is... Because Denisha grew up with just Devin for, for... I didn't grow up with Devin. Devin was my child. I know. But I'm saying like it was just her and Devin for 12 years before I showed up. And so... 
No, and, George and to, allows the, the, no. the problem is this, is that George allows the children to be wrecking balls in the house and then no. says, that's Devin because is a girl, they're she's boys. Create, no. That's because they're boys. And, it's not and, just because they're boys. It's Devin was a creative. It was just you. She didn't have anybody to fight with, yell and with, wrestle with. And she had consequences with. for breaking things and, and had respect for people's property. There's all of that too. Yeah. <sighs> They're boys. Then what like, does that mean? That what... they should break things? No, they, no, no. They shouldn't break things. They How... do. They broke like six things in two days. That's not okay. They didn't break six things. Yes, they days. did. What? What was broken? Roman's his toy, his tent. His tent is broken. Yes. Yes. How's the tent broken? It's, anyway, he doesn't even he doesn't even know because you're not paying attention. What else? What else was broken? Uh, a lot of things. A you lot said of things. six things. I, I said like six things, yes. Okay, and, there and are. you named two. Are, you doing, are we doing a content check? Because I can do some content check. I'm just asking. No, I'm telling you, they break things all of the time. They drew on the refrigerator. Kaden drew on the refrigerator. What I'm, this is it, what I'm saying. But it, wiped right, about, it wiped right that's off. That's not the point. You don't draw on refrigerators. I do agree with that. I do, I do agree with you should not write on the refrigerator. But it, it wiped This is right not the out. first time. He's written on a refrigerator? No, George. He's written on countless things, remember? Okay, look, look, look. So we So then is that just up. a boy thing? No. No. Exactly. No. But I'm talking about the I'm talking about the playing ball like like they were playing basketball upstairs in their room, dunking on a little uh Did you take that basketball a thing? A mini goal. No. Why? I forgot. I was doing something, something else when you told me. Uh, like they dunk on a mini goal, all this stuff. And I just think that this is normal stuff that boys do because this is what I did. But then I it did. damages our home. This is stuff that I did. But it damages our home. We have a nice home. I'd like to keep you it nice. You just don't like the noise. No, I want to keep my house nice. I agree. I, I spent keep my house a lot of money on it. You spent a lot of money on it. Why would we not have people respect our home? I do agree that we have to have them have kids, anybody else that's in our house, respect our house. But sometimes I think... Then why that are you making excuses for I'm that? I'm not. Sometimes I think that there's an unrealistic expectation for like for like meekness and quietness. Well, I, we gonna have a problem with that, with quarantine, because they gonna take their little butts outside. <laughs> That's what. That's how I was raised. I don't know about you guys, but I was raised. If you're going to be loud and rambunctious, you go outside. That's outside it's, play. I, I I agree with that. That's it not was raining. Play. It's it was raining for almost two weeks. Then you don't get to do weeks. that. Then you got to do inside play. How do you get on a rainy day? So so these kids play sports every day, almost. They go to school, practice, so have so much they, energy. I took them in the garage to work them out. Like some, at what point in time? Do some push-ups. Do what you got to do. You got to go do something else, but you can't get to. You don't get to mess up the house. I agree, but because of but that. where do you expect them to play when it's raining outside? George, they don't get to play every day, and they'll be okay. They have too much energy. Then they That's need what... to go in the garage and do what they need to do. I don't know what they need to do, but we need, we need to get a treadmill. There, I'll, I'll put them on the treadmill. We're not getting no treadmill that they can break. Oh my god. For real. Break I hope I wish I could see comments right now. Everybody would be agreeing with me. Everybody. They ain't getting on the treadmill. Wife expert. They agree There's, with me. Um, there is no there is no treadmill for the kids. You understand that, right? If we got a treadmill, there they don't get on the treadmill. That would be part of the use of the treadmill. You're are you joking? 
No, I'm serious. No. Oh my God. We will we'll oh have my to discuss gosh. this. This later. is what I have to deal with. And then all of a sudden, in five years, he's going to be like, you were right. True. No. Fact. You always say I'm right. Um, after the, but, um, okay. So that, so you brought up consequences and discipline, mm -hmm. right? I grew up in a time where the, the answer, if a kid's not listening, if they're not doing something, they do something, you don't want them to, you whoop their ass. Like, like you give them a whooping. Mm -hmm. And how did, how did that work out for you? It worked great. I stopped doing it. When? When? What you mean? You... Everybody talks about how bad you were as a kid. You never stopped. So what what are you talking about? No, I did. I just did different things. I just didn't so do the didn't same thing. So it didn't work. No, I just didn't know what whatever they told me to do, I stopped doing. I just did something else. Okay, because so I was point, an active kid. I was active. That's not the that is not the problem. You you being active does not mean that you can be destructive. What do you want me to do? It this is out. why your kids keep doing it. You have got to really honestly sit them down differently, George. Okay, so what? Talking so, about just because you're active. Oh, he's. We're just gonna. Hold break up. My 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 solution would have would have been to whoop him. And Denisha's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't do that. And I'm like, because I'm a conscious listen. parent. And I'm like, I'm like, I turned out perfectly. And and I so. And there's a lot of other people who are agreeing with the expert right now. About what? About whooping your kids. I mean, I just don't think it works. I don't. I think it makes the kid probably more aggressive, more resentful. I'm not talking about punching your kid in the face. And you're teaching them out of fear. I think you teach them to fear you instead of to make better decisions about their actions, which is the goal is that they make a different decision than than the one that got them in trouble. But don't sometimes that you need to learn a lesson like a painful I don't lesson. for what? What is it like what? What does which lesson does that work with? If I tell you don't come in at ten o'clock and you I mean and you come in at ten ten. But did that stop you? Yes it did. No it didn't No, George. yes it did. Do you understand? I was late one time. Okay. One time. And then when you became an adult, how, how did that translate? It, what are you talking about? I'm just saying. Were how did you, it translate how? Were you, did you, um, but you, I'm asking you a question. Okay. Did you buck up against, um, authority and no. structure? Nope. Are you kidding me right now? A a any of my coaches would, would tell you I did not buck up against authority. I, I would just. Control. Do you have a resistance to control? Uh, only when you're trying to control me. No, I'm just saying, in pe period, though, you have a resistance to control. For sure. Nobody likes to be controlled. What are you talking right, about? Right, but you have a, a sharp resistance. We're just getting down to it right now in the, <laughs> in the, in the quarantine talk. Um, but seriously, you have a, a strong resistance to some being told what to do. Period. And I think that's probably as a result of, you know, you probably not liking it when you were a kid. I don't think that there's not a person under the sound of our voice. I don't even, I don't even translate things. Do. I don't even translate the same things that you translate as control, as control. I don't feel like if you're telling me, um, something that is for my benefit, I'm not like, he's trying to control me. 
I I doesn't even translate. Because you're super hard-headed. I understand that you don't like, that that's not how you process it. Uh-huh. But, but if you don't like the information that you get, you then dismiss that information. Wait, what? As, as like, as like, listen, You, you listen. don't dismiss or the you, information? Or you, or you say, oh, oh, I, I know you're right. I know that's probably right, but that ain't how I'm, how I'm doing it. That that's how you. That's it. not me. You project much? That's you. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Or maybe this is a situation like our counselor Al always says that you are, that how your partner is feeling is usually a reflection of how you are feeling. See? See? So you got to pay attention to that. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm hmm. See, see, I'm using that money. I don't know what you're doing with that money. Um, <laughs> so she's more of a, as you guys can see, of a volcano. In the situations, anybody that knows her. Okay. No, like you, everybody knows how you feel. Everybody knows when you're upset. So everybody knows when you're mad. That's a volcano. No, because you'll blow up. Maybe that's just a, I, I express myself. Okay. Even she, she's self-described like she, like she starts out the day like me. I start out the day at about a one, a one, at, one out of 10. She starts at a six. And so you get to 10 a lot faster than I get that's to 10. That's right. And that's not a bad thing. Okay. So you're the volcano. I am the iceberg. I would say that you are actually the volcano because you're the volcano that's actually got all the lava simmering and heated up and you don't act like it's not really there. You look cool and calm on the outside and then you erupt and go crazy. You're the volcano. Or maybe I'm the iceberg who's... Steady and slow, but and and just and just moving along, not a whole lot of ebbs and flows, but there's a lot going on underneath. I'm just that'll a normal, break some stuff. emotionally healthy, expressive <laughs> woman, and you are the train wreck. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's the funny. hairy and, train wreck. And the funny part about it is, is that in relationships, you usually. You love at first the fact that somebody's so different than you and they compliment you in all these ways. But then when the relationship really gets into nitty gritty, you're like, I don't like the way this person handles this. But then you learn to be like my wife who's come to see like, wow, like George is way different than me. And it is way better to. to... <laughs> it's way better. Yeah. What is way better? The way I do things. That's what you that is what you meant to say. I thought you mixed up your words or something. You meant to say that I think that you're different than me and it's way better. Yeah, cuz oh, anyway, you <laughs> playing. He joking. That's funny. That was a good one. Oh, hey, but uh some coronavirus uh hold up quarantine advice is so I normally do all the cooking in the family. But during during this Corona time, like the other day, I'm recording a podcast, um, and Denisha comes in the door and comes in with a with breakfast, and I boy boy she she almost got another baby out of me, man. Oh God, no. <laughs> I was so I mean not that she's never done it, but it doesn't happen often, and I was like, wow, this it that's the kind of thing that makes me feel loved. You know what I mean? Makes and um, she had just got mad at me the other day for no reason. But no uh, reason, y'all. But that no, made I literally no reason. We we just talked about this earlier. 
Um, <laughs> but that little meal made everything better. So I would suggest during your quarantine that you do something nice for your significant other. Yeah, and then maybe he'll do something nice for you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rub your feet if you rub my feet. You told me you were going to rub my feet like three days ago and it never happened. I am not rubbing your feet, period. Like, it's just out of the question. You have nerve. This woman, we're, we're sitting on the couch, on the on the sectional, and I put my feet on, on her. And she's like, oh, get their feet off me. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> like, two months ago was the first time she's ever in our whole relationship ever said this. His feet have gone really downhill. Like, they were always bad. But now they How are dare you? disgusting. Hold up. Like, you should put them up. You should show show your foot in its entirety. Anyway. It will not. What I, is wrong with you? I cannot. Hold up. And the bad part is, is that, is that then she lies and is like, I don't like feet. Ew, ew. I'm like, when the hell did this come up? I don't. She ain't never I, said it before. I don't but like then. Feet. In the last two months, I've caught her rubbing Devin's feet, Damon's feet, Caden's feet, Peyton's feet, Roman's feet. I haven't rubbed everybody's yes, feet. Yes, you have. You rub everybody's damn feet. Well, then maybe it's you. Maybe it's your feet. I'm your husband. I'm the one who married to you. That don't mean... That does not mean... FTK, I am man. FTK. I was... That does not Fuck mean... Fuck these kids, man. George, shush. He's... I don't even... Anyway, I don't like your feet. They're really I bad. just got a pedicure. <laughs> you need like 18 more. I'm not even going to talk about you on, on here in your George, cliff. I'm not, talk, I'm not going to talk about the cliff on here. George, cut it out. You know my feet are cute. I do have like a little callus on one of them, but my feet are cute. You know that. They're not bad. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got with you. I'm like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. But so stop saying that my my feet are a problem just because you know your cliff, feet are a problem. It's a cliff. You ripped one of our George, sheets with your cliff. George, your whole foot is a cliff. I did not rip no yes, sheet. Yes, you did. Your whole, and it's it's ashy. It's rough. It's jagged. You know, like. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, I'm going to put my feet up here. Put you your feet you up. Be They'll be like, Ah! It's a, we had to change the rating on the uh, show. <laughs> so anyways, do something nice. Hopefully she'll cook for me at, at some point in time. Um, but, um, oh, there's a, oh, I, I want to talk super quick about, because we're, we're going to get into our TV show recommendations, all this stuff. But I want to talk about God's plan versus your plan, because I live in a world where I am, I am, I'm an optimistic realist, I would say. You're an optimistic optimist. No, I just, I believe in redemption. I believe because I've been redeemed. I, <laughs> I was going to say, because you needed that. <laughs> I, I believe in uh, that God changes things. I believe in, uh, I don't always look at this, the present circumstances I look for even little minuscule um, changes and say, okay, look. The minuscule of minuscule changes. And, and notice that that's where the door for change. Oh, it, it's with the, it's with the, the road of a thousand miles starts with one step. 
Oh, gosh. So when you take a step, a step, a step, then all of a sudden you realize you're 100 miles in. And you're like, dang, I'm 10%, 10 there. Then you keep on chugging. And Denisha, on the other hand, she if she can't see it right there in front of her face, no, 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 it's impossible. So that's God's That's plan. not true. That's not true. I have faith. I have vision. So, of course, yes, I have, have faith. So, if I, you can't have vision without having faith because that would be a waste. You would not. It wouldn't even work because you wouldn't believe your yeah. own vision. So, I have that. George, George takes his optimism to a new level, y'all. You have never seen, like, somebody, he'll be like, there are redeeming factors about Jeffrey Dahmer. I he was somebody's son. See? Somebody loved him. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and he, didn't, like he didn't eat everybody. Kind of irrelevant. It's kind of irrelevant. He treated some people. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying irrelevant. that. I'm saying that people had different um, interactions with him. Some of those were very negative. The one, the, the people that he killed and ate, and then you have the this people who saying, had positive interactions. But there are some with people. You know, like if George has an experience with a person that's 85% negative, he'll be like, but there's 15% positive for a fact over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like he will literally focus on the 15. At some point for me, I'm like, I, I see the 85. I'm with uh, the 85 is the 85 and I'm not with the 85. So I'm sure the 15 works for other people, and maybe See, that's an 85 for them. But it it is a it's a no See, go for me. I don't discount the message because I don't like the messenger. So like like for instance, hmm. like for instance, Alex Jones, the Infowars dude, he's an absolute maniac, crazy man, right? Mm -hmm. But he but the lessons that you can learn from him are the way he has developed a following the way he has monetized his business like there are some things that even with if you take away the crazy you can look at it and there are some lessons that can be gained from that that makes me yeah, sound like a smart that's why people, i'm the expert that's why you're people the people are nothing but lessons for other people like that is that is their existence on the earth is to be lessons for other people so they can learn that this is this is what they are. You are just a lesson for another person. Wow. For real. Okay. That's a fact. And 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 if they don't, you know, heal themselves, then th there's that. So that being said, you were talking about God's plan versus your plan. You're an optimist realist. Yeah. And I am uh correct. <laughs> I am an accurate evaluator. <laughs> Go ahead. She believes in no redemption. That's if not you, true. You, if, That's not true. If you, if, you, if you have stepped on her her, her toes, you. That's not true. Thirty years ago. Mm mm. That's not true. What else? Uh, Don't even say that. Semi. Um. But anyways, that you that uh, let's you know in relationships and all this stuff, let's try to lean on each other in these stressful times because it's really easy to let finances, kids, homework. All of this stuff. Breaking things. <laughs> grocery shopping. Tear your relationship <laughs> apart. But, you know, really try to really lean into each other. Make sure that even if you both are working from home, that you're giving each other time uh, to like, you know, like take off and do stuff with the kids and vice versa. Give the other person a break, opportunity to focus and all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah.
Would you agree with that? I would agree. Okay. Now it is time for a segment that we want to do. It's called Say It With Your Chest. Oh, yeah. I, I, you tell me about this. Say It With Your Chest. Um, I accidentally used my Say It with, <laughs> with, with Your Chest already, but you can put on a timer right now. Put on a timer for a minute. On Say It With Your Chest, you get one minute to get whatever it is off of your chest, but you must stop whenever the minute is up. What are you doing? Just I don't know. Swipe. Stopwatch. There I am. Yeah, there you go. Why are you always trying I to... I got to help you, I'm clearly. doing this. Okay, ready? Yep. Denisha, I do not like <laughs> that you do not rub my feet. My, oh, God. My, my, my parents, they give each other foot rubs. Like that's a I my love language. You always talking about some damn love language. Oh, you're making my, that up. My, There's no rub your feet. Oh, I'm sorry. This is your time. Thank you. My see what I gotta do with my love language is to is like acts of service. Um, yeah, acts of service is like super super high for me because she asks me sometimes, George, do uh you love me? Are you happy? I'm like I'm here, aren't I? Yeah, I'm here. Like, if I'm not, I wouldn't be here if I was not happy. So, anyways, I want you to rub my feet and you rub everybody else's damn feet. Like, you can at least do that for the man that helps provide all of this. Come on. Like, rub my feet. At least occasionally. Like, sometimes, but then you want a foot rub. Come on, man. Like, what makes you think that? Yeah, you're done. I should get like five extra seconds because you interrupted no. me. Nope. Okay. You're done. Your turn. And do I respond to you? No, you can. No, you can't respond. You you got your own say it with your chest. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. You ready for this? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it 100. So I don't like. <laughs> I'm nervous. Um, the lack of hair cutting that's going on. It worked. Never mind. And I would like a much higher level of hygiene. Although, although you have done better, being that we're quarantined and we're fighting a virus, you are washing yourself a lot more. But I would actually really, really like it if you cut your hair, lotioned your body, lotioned your feet. And made sure that your <gasps> breath was always oh fresh God. in the morning and the oh evening. My God. That is um, what I got to say with my chest. Are you kidding me? You're lucky that we can't respond to say it with your chest. Oh my God. The the propaganda. The I, I see what you did right there. I'm not gonna respond to it though. Jay, because they that, can look at you no, because that's not the rule. So I'm not gonna do it. We're on a damn quarantine. How am I gonna get a haircut? Anyway. YouTube. YouTube. I am sure there is. Cut a... my own hair? Yes. You're gonna have to. This is the same woman. You're not gonna cut hold your on, hold hair on, hold on. for a this, month. This is the same woman. My barber was out of town. All this stuff. And she was like, Yeah, you can just go to go go to anybody. I was like, Go to anybody to get your hair cut? What the hell is wrong with you? Black men don't go to anybody to get their hair cut. Anyway. Well, go to yourself. You don't have to go to yourself. If you don't trust yourself, then what you trust? Anyways, TV show recommendations for your coronavirus uh, spouse watching, family watching, whatever. 
Uh, we just finished watching. I know everybody else has seen it at this point in time. Love is Blind. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about that. Maybe all American. We just started that. Yeah. All American. Uh, shout out Spencer Paysinger, Oregon Duck. Um, uh, what else have we been watching? Oh, you. I, I, I like you. She doesn't like you. It's okay. How's it just okay? It's just okay. Creep, creepy killing killing people. It's like Dexter for like... I've dealt with enough of that in real life that I don't need it in, in a television show. Oh, uh, Ozark. Ozark comes out super quickly. Uh, comes out... What's today? Ozark comes out next Friday. So that's okay. super, Ozark season three. Super okay. excited about that. Um, but to go back though... Oh, yeah. And of course we watch This Is Us. And we watch pretty much every single like married show that there is <laughs> on television. So we don't watch like Real Housewives and all that stuff. We actually stopped that because I think it was causing fights in our relationship. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like she was like, "Oh, look what Tanya and Susie and 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 the housewives from New Jersey, Potomac." We did. We we did watch Atlanta. that show. What was that one? That one in Atlanta with all with the black couples on OWN. Tandy, you know I'm talking about. Why are you really looking at me like you have no clue? We watched clue. all the ones. It was the dating show, and they they find love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That show was good. What is it called? Oh my god. Love something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready was, to love. Ready yeah, to love. Re ready, ready to, to love. love. That was good. Um, and we watched Married at First Sight, all of these things. Mm. And we it's funny because we watch these shows and we're, we're dying. Oh, Love and Lock Up. Yes. We watched that. Love you love that show too. Don't even try it. You I love that show too. I just can't understand why you would get with a prisoner. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Nothing. I can't either. I, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't know what you're talking about with that. I but ain't got nothing to do did, with nothing. Were you writing pen pals to a prisoner or something? No. Oh, you got some secret I don't know? No. Oh. All my ex is doing things. Except one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he might be on love after lockup. <laughs> um, So, love is blind though. Because this was a show that everybody watched on Netflix. I liked it. Denisha liked it. So what was your take on Love is Blind? Because initially she thought it was fake. Because when you look at the credits, some of them names is different. Yeah, the names don't match the name on the show. So I was like, is this scripted? And they're pretending it's whatever? So I didn't know. But it's so old. Why are we talking about Love is Blind? Nobody talks about that anymore. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? That's it. Why don't you wrap it up? Okay. Well, uh, yeah. You guys send us your uh, your thoughts, your comments, or and all of that for the shows, and you can send your responses for right now to I'm Mad I M M A D at unafraidshow.com, and we will get back to you. Um. Yeah. Peace out.